Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm Brock Gorton. I'm Tommy Haley. I'm Benjamin Duncan. And gentlemen, jersey check. What you wearing? Starting with you, Mr. Haley. Uh, I'm wearing my uh, Alvin Kamara uh, Saints jersey right now. Probably backwards, but yeah, I'm wearing that right now. All right. Mr. Ben? It is the lime green Russell Wilson Seattle jersey. It was on sale, and so I thought, why not? I'm rocking the uh, team that just broke their playoff curse, uh, the Seattle Mariners right now. Uh, Gentlemen, how are you all doing today? Pretty good. No. All right. Having to go in for some mandatory overtime in about three hours. Yeah. So. That happens. That happens. Yeah, I'm kind of lowest on a totem pole, so that's kind of why I'm going in tonight. All right. Um, So we were going to try and do a uh, video version, but it turns out the video version that I'm trying here uh, isn't working. So what we're doing is just uh, audio right now, but we're still seeing each other till we get better. That's fine. The bugs That's are fine we... fixed a little bit more. So, but we can actually see each other for the first time. So, yes, uh, we can actually hear for once. Yes, Tommy, only, you actually only... got headphones on right now, and uh, Mike. You should. One second. Let's get some better. Uh... Brock, I do know listening because I have listened to bits and pieces of our podcast i sound kind of wonky yeah yeah it happens a lot yeah no i mean i could break out get fancy with it bad boy if you want me to i don't know if it would sound better oh my oh i think what we should save that right there huh Uh i think we should save that this (laughs) this <laughs> yeah the 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 court the whatever these are corsair yeah. question mark yeah because i'd be wearing a mine right now but not doing that so anyway uh ben you had an article go up on the website i did have an article go up on the website uh mind telling the people at home uh give a little bit of a breakdown as to what that was so um as everyone probably saw, um, Maybe. the the Chiefs and uh, Buccaneers game was in fact held in Tampa after the hurricane had passed through, and uh, with their game being held in Tampa after the game after the hurricane had gone through, uh, I had an idea of making an article that um, went over. Uh, Teams that have had their games adjusted or just completely moved to some other place due to uh, bad weather or just stuff of that nature over the past, like, 10 to 12 years. So you added the, the Saints one when they had to be really relocated. Holy crap, you are robotic there, Mr. Haley. Oh. <laughs> so you had to... Did you put like, the Saints in Green Bay? one on there because you know because of the hurricane like that was the the past 10 to the like from now like back like 10 to 12 years yeah the the one from last year so the saints are in the wrong time 
The one last year was on the list. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Haley, you are working on an article. Is that what I heard right? Indeed I am, because WWE has been doing this thing. <laughs> thing, hmm. I, it's, it's like, it's like, I don't know how to, like, explain what's happening. It's the only, the best way to say it is just, it's a, it's a thing that's happening right now. That's all I can say. It's really all I can say without confusing uh, non people, non wrestling fans. Yes, yeah, that's that. That's the word I was looking for. Like confuse the non wrestling fans. Fair enough. Uh, another B card update. It officially has a name now. November tenth through the thirteenth will be B card Entertainment's Tennessee Takeover. As myself and Mr. Benjamin Duncan will be rolling on down to Knoxville and then Nashville the following day as we will go watch our Missouri Tigers play the Knoxville against the Tennessee Volunteers. And then that Sunday, the Tennessee Titans have a home game against the Denver Broncos and me and Mr. Ben will be at that one too. Yeah, so this is the B-T- T T T. No, B Card Entertainment's Tennessee Takeover. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. B T. The B and four T's just sounds a lot better. The B T T T. Yeah. The B. No. B T T T T. Yeah. B T T T T. Something like that. Anyway, that's officially happening now. Uh, Ben, hi. Let's go. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Oh, you, for sure. You know what else I'm excited about, gentlemen? Giving you this lineup for Guess the Year. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. So, oh, that's not good. October 5th of this year. This was still a regular season game, I'll tell you that. Get that out of the way for you. In Kansas City, the Minnesota Twins against the Kansas City Royals. The Royals won 4-0 after this game. Here is the starting lineup for the Kansas City Royals. Batting first, the left fielder, Willie Wilson. Batting second, the shortstop, UL Washington. Batting third, the designated hitter, Hal McRae. Batting... Bat on my end. Oh, there you are. Hey, you cut out. Oh. Batting first, the left fielder, Willie Wilson. Batting second, the shortstop, UL Washington. Batting third, the designated hitter, Hal McRae. Batting fourth, the center fielder, Amos Otis. Batting fifth, the right fielder, John Watham. At f- batting sixth, at first place, Willie Atkins. Batting seventh, the catcher, Darrell Porter. Batting eighth, the second baseman, David Chalk. And batting ninth, the third baseman, Manny Castillo. So we will come back to that at the end. But gentlemen, I will need the year. Tough, um, one Tough one this week, but we'll get back to it. Yeah, you're not making it easy this week. I am not. Speaking of not being easy, uh, the playoff picture is now officially officially set now in the MLB. And uh, as I alluded to earlier, the uh, 
Seattle Mariners are dancing in the playoffs yet again. Yeah. For the first time in 21 years. 2001, longest playoff drought now belongs to... I saw this earlier and I'm forgetting who it is now. Jeez. Oh, uh, uh. Well, it's not the Phillies because they just broke their yeah. Uh, it's not playoff, the Phillies uh, playoff drought. The Angels. Now Poor have Mike the Trout. longest playoff drought. They're tied with the Tigers. Uh, the Royals and Pirates are tied for third. Followed by the Orioles, Rangers, Diamondbacks, and then uh, the Miami Marlins after that. But there you go. So, uh, Tommy, would you like to give us the uh, positioning of these playoff teams and what it looks like? So, uh, I'm gonna have, uh, you're only recording the audio of this, right? Yes. Okay, let me pull up the stuff real quick. So, as of now, during this recording, the stuff is pretty much says your number one team in the AL is the Houston baseball team, and then followed by the Yankees, then Toronto, then Cleveland, and then Seattle and Tampa Bay. In the National League, your top two teams are the Dodgers and the Braves. And then the next preceding teams are the Mets, Cardinals, Padres, and Phillies. All right, gentlemen, because we won't do another podcast before uh, the playoffs start, who are we rooting for this postseason? Uh, the Braves. I'm rooting for the Braves. Who you got? Who you got in your World Series? Ben, starting with you first. Braves. And then, because that's NL, and then is Seattle AL? Yes. Really? You're having to ask? Yeah, Braves in Seattle. You want Braves and Mariners, all right. Tommy? Um, oh, this is going to You're going to hate me for this one. I'm going to go Braves and Yankees. The, uh, look, I just, the reason why I picked the Yankees is I didn't want to put, put Houston. So, just... Just don't ask. I don't know how they're doing it. I feel like there's some black magic going on in this happening. I'm not going with the Braves for my NL. I don't know why. I I, don't trust them. There's some black magic happening there in a certain city in the Midwest. And I don't like it. But I'm afraid they're going to do it for their three retiring stars. They're at least going to go to the World Series. I I have the Cardinals. It pains me to say that. Oh, and pain. I'm going to say they will face... God, this one's also going to pain me to say. But no one's talking about them at all. And yet they have the best record in the AL. I'm going with the Houston baseball team. Ugh. Because no one's talking about them. 
all the players that they had for the cheating scandal are gone at this point. <coughs> Altuve. Barring him. But beyond him, that's it. No one's talking about the Astros. They just, they're just kind of there. And yet they're good. They won the ALS by what, like 15 games or something like that? They won a lot. They won by a lot of games. Yeah. So, I don't know. I got St. Louis and Houston. A rematch of the NL Central. But uh, there you go. Those are our picks for the World Series. Speaking of picks, it's now time for a second. Actually, we haven't done this segment in a little bit. Now I think about it. We have not done top five in a while. Like, in a good while. Let's go. It is now top five. Ben, what's the top five this week? The top five is... Top five... Cities that should have NFL teams. There you go. Who wants to start off first? Oh, before we start, uh, we should say uh, we don't have the obvious two on here. Uh, yes, I, yeah, I stated before we started that the two obvious ones were going to be um, St. Louis and San Diego, because obviously. Yeah, we're not oh, I also forget to mention, I guess Oakland technically... I didn't put them on there. I didn't think about it. They have to huh? have a better stadium. Uh, yeah, that's true. Ben, did you even think about putting Oakland on your list? Nope. No, but no. it was just yeah. kind of like a thing that I just now thought of. So Yeah. So, who wants to go first? I guess, I guess I'll go first. All right, Mr. Ben. You're number five. My number five is Salt Lake City, Utah. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. That's my number five. And the reason I say That's your number five too, Tommy? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Consensus number five is Salt Lake City. So we'll just talk about it say why I say Salt Lake City as my number five. Is because while it is a smaller market, um, you would have the Rocky Mountains in the background of the stadium. Then also, Salt Lake City's population is 185,000 plus, which is more than Green Bay, which only sits at about 101,000 plus. Yeah. And they fill Lambeau. So. Yeah. Tommy, why did you say Salt Lake? Kind of the same reasons. I said Salt Lake because, uh, well, they're already supporting the Utes. And they've got an NBA team and an MLS team there. Kind of like a natural progression thing. So there you go. Consensus number five is Salt Lake City. Ben, I guess Excellent. keep going. You're number four. All right. My number four is actually Toronto, Canada. Interesting. I don't have them on my list. I went with a all American lineup. Well, you, I, I really thought about it, but um, when I looked into it, there is an MLB team in Toronto as of right now. Yes, we mentioned them. They're the, in the playoffs. The Blue Jays. Yes, there's but also the Blue Jays are already there, 
and um, the Raptors. Toronto occasionally hosts Buffalo Bills games. Used to. Uh, in the, you, the early 2000s, I think. Yeah. I want to say the last but, one was um, like 07. Yeah. But, um, well, like, there's already an MLB team, and they have the transportation stuff all there and figured out. They also and have an NHL like, team and an NBA team. There and you go. And I just feel like, I feel like, like you were saying with Salt Lake City, it, it'd be a natural progression type thing. But then, um, like, they all got all of their, their transportation and things figured out, so I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to have an NFL team. And um, there would, while um, you'd be, like, up there the weekend for the football game, you could visit the Royal Ontario Museum or go view some of the art galleries or check out the Ripley's Aquarium there in uh, Toronto. Mm. All right. Or just any of the other cool places in Toronto. Tommy, you're number four. Uh, where are we at? Number four? Yep. Uh, this is going to sound like a weird one. Omaha, Nebraska. Not on my list. You the fact that, Huskers you know, interesting. you know, they had the College World Series there and all that, and that's just a giant revenue. I see what you're doing. Fuck you, asshole. Look, I mean, it's just like, you know, they have the College World Series there, like, every year. It's a giant revenue maker for the city, and all that kind of stuff. No, all three of us are going to that next year. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 no, we're definitely going to that. Yeah. Me and you are making but, yeah, an I annual mean, thing, and we're bringing just, Ben. It's a, smart, it's, a smart, it's a smart idea to do. Mm-hmm. All right. I wasn't going to say Lincoln, because there's nothing to do around there. Except go to Omaha. Yes, exactly, except try 50 minutes up by 80. Yeah. Uh, my number four has no professional sports team, but deserves one. They were also on my uh, cities that deserve an MLB team list, as I think my number one. Uh, that is Louisville, Kentucky. <clears throat> you know, I kind of forgot about that. That was... Not on my list. Louisville is my number four because it's a similar size to Kansas City. It's right there in between both Indianapolis and Cincinnati. You got two built-in rivalries right there. Cleveland's not that far away. You got Tennessee just down the road in Nashville. Seems like a perfect fit. It's a good fan base there. You can, you know, the only issue is trying to pull anyone that might be a Bengals fan. But you've got all of Kentucky. You've got part of Tennessee as well. It's a natural fit, I think. Tommy, where did you go? Uh, oh, sorry. I was looking at something. Okay. Ben, you're number three. All right. My number three is Portland, Oregon. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. And the reason I chose Portland, Oregon is uh, because uh, with a population of uh, 566,000 plus, it has a similar size to both Las Vegas, who already has a team, and Atlanta, who has already, already has a team. And so I feel like with that population size in the city, 
they could easily host an NFL team. They got an NBA team. They got an MLS team. Makes sense. Yeah, makes uh, total sense. So, I agree with that. Tommy, you also had Portland. What was your reasoning? Same reasons. Is that plus it's very close to uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, built-in rivalry. Yep, built-in rivalry. You got San Francisco just down the road. Makes total sense. So once again, another consensus pick right there. Uh, <laughs> out at the end, we'll com- join our list together and combine and vote on what it is. But I think our three and five are already pretty set. Yep. Ben, you're number two. All right. My number two, I feel like it's kind of a weird one, or just feels kind of weird saying it, but... um. Where was it at? I had some stuff where it was talking about it. Uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Maybe as a relocation. Maybe as a relocation for the commanders. Yeah, it, it, it seems. It, it seemed kind of weird, but I I thought about it, and while they might not have a huge population there in the city, um, the stadium could overlook the ocean. Um. The city's population is 233,000 plus, and so it compares in size to the population in Buffalo, and they absolutely love the Bills, so... Yeah, but you got to look at Metro as well. Raleigh, North Carolina has a bigger Metro than Norfolk True. does, so... Right. It's an interesting I don't one, know. Norfolk at number two. It's an interesting one. Be able to overlook the ocean. Tommy, you're number Who two. Knows? Um... San Antonio, Texas. Interesting placing for that one. I mean, the fact that they already have, I mean, they have the Spurs there and all that. Plus, you know, they already have, basically already have a stadium for an NFL team in the Alamo Dome. So, it kind of seems like the smart thing to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Orlando, Florida. This would almost have to be a relocation. For which for, for which team, though? I, I don't know. Pick pick a team. Jacksonville, maybe. I don't know. The Orlando. No, Jaguars. they would relocate. To, they would relocate to London. I don't have yeah. London again. I don't have London in my list. Again, you're the National but Football still, League. You should stick in right, the nation. Right, but still, though, that that's somewhere Jacksonville would 1,000% go if they relocated. I have Orlando. Uh, you already have the Magic there. It has a bigger population than Jacksonville does. Similar to Tampa. It's a perfect fit. Plus, you have the Bounce House right there. Or the Citrus Bowl. You have two ready-made NFL stadiums. And Disney World. And Disney World. And C- yeah, and Disney. And SeaWorld and, you know, a whole bunch of other places. Universal. Universal. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Ben, review your previous four before saying your numero uno. All right. My number five was Salt Lake City, Utah. Number four, Toronto, Canada. Number three, Portland, Oregon. Number two, Norfolk, Virginia. And my number one... Da, 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 da. My number one is 
Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, uh, it seems weird. It seems weird, but um, uh, at one. At I, I one. At one because, as we have a Nebraska fan here, in the podcast with us, uh, Nebraska fans do love their football, and they need something more to watch than just corn, and so um, uh, they could definitely. Enjoy a, a pro football team, and then Omaha is also ranked in the top fifty U.S. cities in population, with four hundred fifty-four thousand plus people, which is compare comparable with Cleveland. Okay, that's interesting. Interesting that you put it. Yeah. I just find it interesting that you put it at number one. I don't disagree with you there, but one is a. Mm. I don't know. Um, it, there were other teams that were like, more I, cities. I, my there. number five and number three was solid, but then everything else I was just plugging in and dropping. So, uh, Tommy, and I just you... did not want to. Uh, I did not want to say a city that was located within the state of Florida, Texas, California, or New York. Because I didn't already put a, have a, too many from the city teams. of California. No, I have because no there's California. already a bunch of teams in California anyway. Yeah, I don't have any from California or New York. Yeah, where'd you even put a team in New York? Albany, maybe. You already have two. Rock- Albany, Rochester, Syracuse. I don't know. There's nowhere else to put them. I just feel like because what uh, Brooklyn, New you York put them already in has. Brooklyn. They have. They have. They have. New York has three different football teams. Florida has three football teams. Texas has two. California has what? Two again? Yes. Three. 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 But yeah. Tommy, review your previous four before saying you're number one. So, number five was the consensus. Number five, if I'm not mistaken, it was... uh, Salt Lake. Salt Lake City. Number four, I believe, what did I say? I said Omaha, right? Yeah. Do you not have these written down? Uh, I kind of was just going off the one brain. Ugh. Yeah, Omaha, it was Omaha, then um, Portland. Portland, and then San Antonio, Texas. And then my number one, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Because why not? Let's have another team in the state of Tennessee. Because that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Granted, when the Titans first moved there, they were playing in Tennessee, but that didn't end up working out. So let's give it a second try, right? I guess you can pull from Tupelo as well, but there's not a lot of metro area you can pull from that isn't already Titans fans. That's true, but might as well. I mean... Plus, you can have, like, an interstate rivalry with, you know, the Titans. So that kind of makes it easy. Yeah. I guess. All right, my previous four. Number five, Salt Lake. Number four, Louisville, Kentucky. Number three, Portland, Oregon. Number two, Orlando, Florida. And number one, one that was already previously mentioned, San Antonio, Texas. You got the Spurs. 
you got to look at what the Commanders did in the AAF in their attendance, which was unbelievable. Also, football is a religion in Texas. Uh, San Antonio just makes too much sense. They showed out when the Saints were there in 07 because of the hurricane when the Saints played some games in the Alamo Dome. It it just makes sense to have them there. It's just, it's just it's literally ready just to be like the NFL could be like, all right, you guys ready to have an NFL team? Yes, all right, cool, here you go. Yeah, maybe some slight renovations to the stadium in the surrounding area, but that's it. All right, gentlemen, it's now time to make a group consensus top five. We already have three and five done. The number five consensus is Salt Lake City. Yeah, number three is Portland. So now we got to come up with what's number four right now. So out of ours that we have. I'd, I'd be willing to put uh, Omaha at four. I would be willing to put Omaha at number four as well. I'm fine with that. So Salt Lake City, Omaha, Portland. We need two and one now. We can just scratch my um, uh, Norfolk, Virginia, and Toronto. Yeah. And go between what you guys have. Well, me and Tommy have San Antonio in our top two. I have it as one. He has it as two. So, it's just really trying to play San Antonio at this point. I, I would have to... I, if, I put San Antonio number one. Yeah, re- realistically, they have everything ready. It's just, you guys want to have a team right now or what? <laughs> yeah. So, we need our number two. Who's going to be number two? So let's throw out some of the names that we don't have on the list right now. Orlando and Louisville aren't on my list. Who are not on your list for you guys? Orlando and Louisville are not on my list either. Oh, I meant like the other cities that haven't been. Um, the Toronto and Norfolk. So just scratch that out. Yeah, Tommy, there should just be like one more for yours. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. So it's between Orlando, Louisville, Toronto, Norfolk, and Memphis. Memphis or uh, Louisville, right? Or Orlando? It'll be those three that we pick from. Yeah. So I don't see them putting another one in Tennessee. Yeah, and this I isn't like. To go with and this is like not like. Oh, expansion now. No, this is like cities that could get them from a relocation or something like that. More than likely a relocation. So, um, I'd have to go with Orlando because of just, you know, what's in Orlando. Right, Tommy's going with Orlando, fine. Ben. That's fine with me. All right, so the consensus one is Salt Lake City 5. Who did we say it for? Omaha. Omaha 4. Right? Yeah. Yep. 3 is Portland. 2 is Orlando. And number 1 is San Antonio. So, there you go. That is the consensus top 5 for teams that are cities that deserve an NFL team. Tune in next yes. week for uh, top 5 cities in Kansas we hate the most. Or top five things we hate the most about Kansas, which is probably what we're going to (laughs) do. So it is now time for MIP of the week this week.
Who would like to go first for their most persons or people of the week? I'll go. All right, Mr. Haley. Kyle Shanahan. What the hell are we doing with George Kettle? Quit fucking using him as an offensive lineman and use him as the god of a tight end that he is. For the love of God. I started him in fantasy thinking, you know what? He might actually have a game this week in fa- like fantasy. Did I expect that he's going to have an all-time blocking game? I wanted him to just... Uh, use him like the god that he was when he was carrying three grown-ass Saints players for 50 freaking yards and made it look like nothing. I want to see that George Kettle. I don't want to see offensive lineman George Kettle. All right, that's Tommy's MIP of the week, Ben. Got me two damn points last week. Fantasy. Pissed off. Ben? All right. Um, my MIP of the week, um, I don't know if these guys had heard about uh, what this man has been doing recently or not. But, um, yeah, my MIP of the week is Antonio Brown. Moving on now. <laughs> no need to say what. No need what, to explain. No, no need to that out yourselves, people. Just look it up. Uh, my MIP of the week this week is the Seattle Kraken. For whatever the hell that mascot <laughs> is they revealed. Was it like a gremlin? Like... I think they said it's a sea troll. What is? What was it? I think they said it's a sea troll. A what? A sea troll. Oh my! What the heck? It's named. Are you Bowie. just now? Are you just now seeing the name? I mean, I like the name. It's kind of. It kind of makes sense with the Seattle area and all that. What is, like what the, is it named? Like, you I know, the, catch the name. Was it some Bowie or something like that? Oh, oh boy. Uh, I mean, that's not Bowie. bad. Gritty. Bowie the sea troll, what the heck? Gritty, congratulations, you are no longer my least favorite mascot in the NHL. Oh, so you'll admit that you like Gritty now, huh? Oh, okay. I really uh-huh. like Gritty Gritty's better gonna... than whatever Gritty. the hell is Seattle. Okay, alright. You remember that. He's still. Oh, God, I gotta do a ranking of my least favorite NHL mascots. I like ranking them. Number one is Nash. It's Nash. The Nashville Predators mascot. Oh, uh, best at NHL mascots. Yeah, well, no, but anyway, yeah, Ben, that's right. It's not Tommy Hawk, your mascot. I mean, that's the actual name to begin with. Chicago's bro. mascot, Tommy Hawk. I didn't even know Chicago had a mascot, dude. Yes, Tommy Hawk. That is the. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is hilarious. I need to buy. We need to buy that jersey for Tommy now, where it says Tommy Hawk on the no, back. Please don't. Please don't. All right. So there you go. Tommy's was Kyle Shanahan for misusing George Kittle. Ben's is he who shall not be named, and mine is the <laughs> Seattle Kraken. This was, I I don't even know how to transition to the NFL from here. Well, I I got some stuff we could, uh, I could mention real fast. 
Uh, bef- yeah, go ahead because I don't know how to transition from. All right, George. Well, first King, off, um, Kyle Shanahan, Antonio Brown, and no, Seattle it's Kraken. not just George Kittle. It's not George Kittle. It's I said Kyle Kittle. Shanahan. Okay, I just want to make sure. Well, uh, first off, uh, Tua Tagovailoa's uh, neurotrauma consultant got fired the other day. Good. Good. After. Good. Everyone probably knows what's been going on with that, and so it's it's good that he's probably gone. And they said that uh, they fired him due to some uh, recent mistakes in quotations. <laughs> you mean letting um, to a play? Yeah, yeah. sure. Recent mistakes. Um, oh yeah, real recent. All right. Then I think I have. Um, I think he has as much credibility as a neurosurgeon as Johnny Sins has an actual doctorate. Yeah. I think Brock did not. I think that just that joke just went over Brock's head. No, 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 it didn't. Oh, okay. I'm just holding up your favorite quarterback's jersey right now. You mean God? He is not God. Yes, he is. He is God. No, no, you want God's jersey? Hang on, give me a second here. No, that is not. No, I swear to God, it's Philip Rivers' jersey. I'm gonna denounce it. You're damn right, it's Philip Rivers' jersey. This is God right okay. here. Either All right. He is or, so, uh, um, or, or something else that happened to him? on a, on. Did, no. can, can we say this is God? Davis can we let Ben talk? Yes. Uh, then there was a, a sad thing that happened on Sunday. Uh, there was a fan that died at the Jets Steelers game. Wait, what? Weekend a what? After, Wait, what? Uh, what? Huh? After falling off an escalator. <laughs> Ayo, Ayo. Excuse me. You got the sauce. You got the sauce. 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 Corked up white boy. You go to put the sauce. (laughs) Only if the cameras. Only if the camera recording was on for that. Oh my god. Oh yeah. That'd have been going on best uh, of. (laughs) Then, finally. Um, we have been seeing, uh, Geno Smith, uh, outplaying, uh, Russell Wilson as of currently with, uh, Geno Smith actually having the highest completion percentage through first four games of a season in NFL history at 77.3% completion. Well, I feel like that the fact that, you know, Russell Wilson's head coach has no idea what he's doing most of the time. So yeah, I I agree with that. Not really surprising that, you know, Geno Smith is doing a lot better than uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. No hate to Russell Wilson. I actually like Russell Wilson. I always think he's, I think he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that all you got there, Ben? For the NFL, yes, that's what I have. Uh, do any of you really want to talk about the games that happened? No. No? Uh, ben, do you want to talk about your Chiefs absolutely... Getting in a boat race with oh, the um, Bucks. So um, after the absolutely devastating loss to the Colts the week before, uh, the Chiefs were entering the game in Tampa, very angry and violently, and uh, we did not stop scoring all game as we ended up beating the Buccaneers uh, 41-31. And uh, Tom Brady looked there at the very beginning of the game to to be showing his age. I mean... Yeah, there's, 
it is what it is, but we were playing uh, very violently and uh, mad after our loss to uh, Brock's Colts last weekend. And, I mean, I'm actually kind of glad that we lost that because I think we deserved to lose that after um, after how we had been playing. I'm glad you lost, too. So, um, I'm glad that it paid off that um, we beat the Bucks. Hey, there's, you know what's a funny thing? I thought I saw this. Um, Patrick Mahomes has, like, a the only, like, losing record the Chiefs have. Like, they have, like, a losing record against the entire AFC South. Or something like that. I thought it said something like that. I don't remember if it... And guess who they play this I don't year. remember. Don't they play the Titans this year? The AFC South, the entire division. I, I, I was going to pull up Actually, the some of the the scores just to see. Um, uh, the oh yeah, we had uh, the Vikings beat the Saints uh, in New England or in London. Yeah, wipe that smile up your fucking face, Brock. Uh, oh. Yeah, the Seahawks and Lions. The Seahawks and Lions absolutely battled it out. And Geno Smith led uh, Seattle Seahawks, ended up beating the Lions in Detroit 48-45. Scoregami, baby. Oh, yes. Scoregami. That's our second Scoregami of the season. Wait, what was our first one? The first one was the was uh, Denver beating the 49ers 11-10. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Scoregami! Uh, then we had... The Eagles beating the Jaguars, so the Eagles are still the only undefeated team left. Um, Who saw that coming at the beginning of the year? Uh, uh, the the Bills pulled off a miraculous win right at the very end of the game against uh, the Ravens and ended up winning 23-20. Um, the Raiders finally get their first win of the season against the Broncos. Um, and... Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw his uh, 500th career passing touchdown against uh, the Patriots, and the Packers ended up winning in overtime. Led the pa- no, you forgot the most important part. The Patriots led by Bailey Zapp. And uh, Brian Mac Jones. No, no, Mac Jones was hurt. Tommy. Yeah, Mac Are you sure? Jones was out yeah. for at least another three, four weeks. Oh, are you I get, sure? Because yeah, those playing quarterback looked exactly like him. Bailey Zapp is a really good quarterback, and nobody wanted to admit it going into the draft. And then... No, it's uh, just... No, that's not the fact... That's not what I'm talking about. It's just the fact that they look so similar is just... A quirked up white boy. Right, Tommy? Go to the sauce. Tommy knows a lot about being a quirked up white boy. I'm not go to the sauce, though. Monday night, the 49ers beat the Rams making it so that every team in the NFC West is now tied at 2-2. Two and two. That's why I love the NFC West. Oh. And so uh, me, me and Tommy picked the, uh, the division winners earlier this year and who would get into the playoffs. Me and Tommy both had the Rams and Niners making the playoffs. Neither one of us had a... Uh, Arizona or Seattle or anyone like that. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll briefly go over the NCAA because the, the biggest story coming out of the NCAA, me and Ben will talk about on Earning Our Stripes this week. Isn't that... Oh, no, is that... Kind of... Yes, that game. Don't, don't say it because you guys can keep it for Earning Our Stripes. So. Okay. But anyway, uh, beyond that, uh, Washington was upset by UCLA, who's still undefeated. Speaking of teams that are still undefeated. The team that must not be named. I'll name them. The University of Kansas is still undefeated. There, I did you a solid, Brock. You're welcome. And they're actually ranked in the top 25. Stop. Oh, they actually ended up getting ranked? Stop. Oh, you know what's another funny thing? College Game Day is going there for the, their game against TCU as well. So. Stop. Brock, if you're willing to take a road trip up to Lawrence, I'm down. Stop. <laughs> I was actually talking about it, and, but I was debating about either going to that game or... Uh, the uh, Truman State's homecoming game, and so I'm going to the Truman State one instead. Smart man. I expect a full breakdown of the Truman State game when you get back next week. Sounds good to me. Cody Schrader. Cody Schrader. <laughs> uh, that's a joke from Earning Our Stripes. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's we're not going to get too much into it because... I don't think any of us really watched it. But speaking of the no. NCAA... Nebraska won, though. That was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheer it up. Cheer it up. Cheer it up. Anyways, For once, no. they, actually won, they actually won a game coming out of the bye week because Scott Frost never won a game coming out of a bye week. That is not a joke. I am dead serious when I say that. That's tough. Uh, it is not tough. <laughs> It is now time for a returning segment, Embrace Debate. I still had NCAA stuff if we want oh, to go. Oh, no, go ahead, that. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, uh, the uh, Air Force uh, placed their football program on a two-year probation and issues other penalties for recruiting violations. It's Air Force! Wait, How do you Air- do that? Wait. The United States Air Force Academy put themselves on probation for two years. Yeah. Air. They also beat Navy 13 to 10. How is that? How? <laughs> Wait, not how, why? No, I want to know the how. What were you doing? Yeah, what was Air Force doing that they had to put themselves on two years probation? That's what I want to know. Um, then, uh, Wisconsin's, uh, head football coach got fired. Um. Hey, Tommy. I think there was some other, there was some other college football coach that got fired too, but, oh, it was Colorado. Colorado's head football coach got, got fired as well. Hey, Tommy, I think I found your new head coach. Uh, sh- shut your mouth. You mean, you mean, you found Bo Pelini? He's not coming back. No, I'm like, you mean you found Wisconsin's version of Bo Pelini? I think you'll take that, though, at this point. Oh, yeah, no, I'll absolutely take it. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had the absolute peak performance, best 
football performance ever come out of uh, Iowa this weekend. Oh, um, nowhere. Iowa, Iowa facing a fourth and two inside the 10-yard line, completed a pass short of the sticks, and was called for offensive pass interference. Yeah. And that hadn't happened since 1926. For Iowa? No. Yeah. No, Tommy, for Nebraska, obviously. Oh, and then speaking of Nebraska. Oh, boy, here uh, we go. Where is it? Um, Tommy's actually going to like it, though, because oh. I sent it to him. But, um, uh, so, for the, Nebra- the Nebraska curse is a thing this season. Oh, and, that? Uh, yeah, that's a The, the records right after beating Nebraska this year for teams. Uh, after beating Nebraska, Northwestern is 0-3. After beating Nebraska, Georgia Southern is one and one, and uh, after beating Nebraska, Oklahoma is zero and one. Zero and two now. Zero and two now. So that's. Can I also say one thing? Can I say something? Adrian Martinez, love him to death, and I'm glad he's doing so well at K State. And it just goes to show you the incompetence of Scott Frost. Yep, and then would you would you agree? Yes, but you guys watched him play. So. Yeah, yeah, he's live, really good in person. And they're, I think, I think, I'm pretty sure they're uh, ranked now too, right? Number twenty. Yeah, but um, then finally, out of the NCAA, um, it was actually from uh, Ohio State's uh, band. Next, um, their half their halftime show uh, this past weekend was Shrek. All right. They did a Shrek halftime show, and as a big uh, fan of Shrek myself, as peak uh, movie-ness and everything, <laughs> peak one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, we love Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is love. No, is stop! Anyway, I was waiting for somebody to say it. It is now time for a segment that we haven't done in a long time. Embrace debate. Do each one of you have your uh, team that you're going to bat for this week? Yes. I have a backup one in case Tommy says mine. So, uh, the embrace debate question this week is, who is the most underappreciated football or college football team over the past 10 years? Ben? Without giving your reasoning, say your team first. Coastal Carolina. The past ten years? I don't know. It was the first thing that came to mind. I don't know. Okay. Tommy? Uh, The University of Oklahoma State. All right. That was my one, and that's why I'm glad I had my backup ready to go. Uh, the University of Utah. Ben, you could have gone with, I don't know, NC State, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, uh, Iowa, Kansas State, Appalachian State, BYU. BYU. Cincinnati. Ten years? Not quite. 
Memphis. But okay, Ben, defend your defend your your team that you've selected. Alright. The reason I selected them that over the past ten years as being uh one of the most underappreciated teams in college football. Uh, that in uh, 2012, they went 8-5. Uh, and five. 2013, they went 12-13. and 13. 2014, they went 12-2. and two. And um, uh, 2020, uh, they went 11-1 um, and one with a perfect conference record of 8-0. and oh, And... Um, let me see. In those, uh, see, in those four years that I uh, mentioned, um, they had won um, three Big South Conference championships, or have have gone to those, and then they won the Sun Belt Conference championship, which was shared with Louisiana in 2020 because it wasn't played due to COVID. Um, and let's see. And then um, in 2020, uh, their head coach, uh, Jamie Chadwell, won a, a – uh, FBS National Coach of the Year. Um, he won, uh, or it, it was a AP Coach of the Year. It was he got Home Depot Coach of the Year, uh, Walter Camp Coach of the Year, um, the Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year, the George Munger Award, uh, Sporting News Twenty Twenty Coach of the Year. Uh, Another coach of the year from Sports Twenty Four Seven Sports through CBS, um, the Paul Bear Bryant Group of Five Twenty Twenty Conference Coach of the Year, Eddie Robinson Award, and the FC F or AFCA Assistant Coach of the Year to uh, uh, Newland Isaac in Twenty Twenty One, and then there's a whole bunch of other honors and everything. Listed on here as well. Um, they are one and one in bowl games entering uh, since entering the Sun Belt Conference, but um, they just seem to be a team that is constantly doing well. And being a uh, football, a college football team that had their first uh, season in two thousand three. I feel like they have been doing uh, very well for themselves. And, I mean, I think uh, the one reason that um, the the school kind of came to light was when their uh, – uh, let me see, where was it? When their uh, the school's baseball team won the 2016 College World Series. And then that kind of led to people finding out about their football program. But – they seem to be constantly doing pretty well. All right, Tommy. I don't know. Uh, so, with uh, University of Oklahoma State, um, their head coach needs no introduction. I'm he's a man. man. I'm forty. He, he's thirty. 
Or 40. I always thought he said 30. No, I'm a man. I'm 40. He's 40. He's a man. Mike Gundy. Always has the most perfect-looking mullet on this God-given earth. Plus, he's just consistent. He's just, he's just had consistent consistency in a winning record with Oklahoma State. This is their records over the past 10 years since going back to 2010. 11 and 2, 12 and 1, 8 and 5, 10 and 3, 7 and 6, 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 10 and 3. So they went three straighters going 10 and 3. They went 7 and 6, 8 and 5, 8 and 3, 12 and 2, and they are now 4 and 0 right now in the Big 12. Yeah. The last time they finished under 500 was uh, 2005, where they went 4 and 7. All right. Oh. Well. So, yeah. Plus, they've won six bowl games in those past ten years. Including uh, the previous season's win, I believe, against Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. That sounds correct, yes. Yeah. Yes, it was Notre Dame. So yeah, I mean it's just consistency in winning on a on a regular basis. Alright. But I got a question for you. How many division titles do they have? Over that space. I mean they are in the big they are in the Big Twelve, so not, not a lot really. Because my team has four. And that is the Utah Utes. 2015, 2018, 2019, 2021, and they're probably gonna do it again this year. Their bowl game record over the past 10 years has gotten a little bit worse recently, but that's because they've been playing in some better bowl games. Past year, they had that shootout with Ohio State. So they're 3-3 three and three right now in the past, or my bad, they're 4-3 and three in the past uh, 10 years. That's seven years. The only years they didn't go was the first two years in the uh, Pac-12, and then 2020 when they couldn't go to a bowl game because... They only played five games. Oh, they... Oh. So. But they've... They're just a consistent program. They're constantly going to nine, at least nine wins a year, possibly even further. And uh, they're looking like they're going to, once again, take over the uh, Pac-12 once again this year. So. Yeah. Yeah, I got no complaints with that. Right. I mean, they're good. I mean, that Rose Bowl game was just downright fantastic. Yeah. Plus, uh, Connor Rising will be a great quarterback in the NFL. I'm saying that right now. Speaking of the right coach, though, um, I saw this the other day, so I, I don't know if it is up to current, but um, during... Uh, College football games, you know, we all know how ESPN was absolutely just milking every single time Aaron Judge went up to bat, but um, Aaron Judge was, from what I remember correctly, 2-12 and 12 with seven strikeouts during college football games. Good. Wait, someone actually, like, took the time to actually, like, figure out his stats? 
Yeah, while the because you know because they, they, they were showing his at bats during the college football games, so it would be super easy to to be checking uh, what he's doing at bat wise. How many times was he? Did it, did, it, did it figure out how many times he was walked? I, I don't. I, I didn't see that, but I'm sure somebody got that figured out. But um, then also speaking of uh, MLB, just just came out a few minutes ago, but uh, the Houston football team is currently on a uh, no-hitter through the eighth inning against the You mean the baseball right team? Now. You mean baseball team? Yeah, Houston baseball team. You said football team. Oh. Houston baseball team Did somebody mention the... Uh... Eight Stop. innings no, no, against the Phillies. Uh, com- a combined no-hitter through eight innings with uh, Justin Verlander and multiple other pitchers but sorry back to you Brock alright no that's all I had uh, unless there you go we've prevented our cases actually goes back to you Ben for your three things alright um my three things for this week um my first thing we had a Insane uh, soccer riot that happened uh, between supporters of a couple different uh, Indonesian soccer teams that uh, killed 127 people over the weekend. Lovely. Uh, Them foreign soccer games go crazy. I just, I have absolute no words for that. That's just... And I, I'd seen that most most was uh, due to uh, stampeding of people. God, of course. Of course. So that's just wild. Then uh, my number two thing on the list was that um, Albert Pujols oh, the other day overtook uh, Babe Ruth with his 2,000th 216th RBI, making Albert Pujols number two on the list for most RBIs batted in in MLB history. And then, finally, my number three thing was uh, in the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks and uh, Detroit Lions game this weekend. Um... On a touchdown by uh, Lions running back uh, Jamal Williams, he was fined uh, $13,261 for excessive sexiness. Uh, technically, Did he do too many pipes? Unsportsmanlike conduct on his touchdown dance last week where he did uh, too many uh, pumps while there in the end zone. And so, uh, <laughs> Three. He was Three's fined. the limit. He was fined $3,315.25 per pump. Wait, per pump? Yeah. I did not know that they find him per pump. It, well, it's just, like, it wasn't, like, per pump or anything. It was just, like, the, the fine altogether. But then they, they split it out by how many pumps he did. That's how much he would be paying per pump. 
key and peel has taught me anything is three pumps is the max. No more, no less. Three. Exactly. Just like Ben's three things. Look there at that we go. perfect segue right there, because I'm a pro at this. Speaking of pros, it's time to reveal the year for Guess the Year this year, or for this week. Oh, Lord. So again, to review, Willie Wilson, UL Washington, Hal McRae, Amos Otis, John Watham, Willie Atkins, Darrell Porter, David Chalk, Manny Castillo. I need the year, gentlemen. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll take the first bat. All right. I'm going to say 1988. 1988? All right. No, there's some pretty notable names not on this team, so. There, there's no George Brett. There's no Frank White. So you're going to go with 88, all right? Ben? Uh, I'm just shot in the dark in here. Because I have no, like, no honest idea. Like, right. honest to God. All right, Ben? Let me see here. Give me just a second. Better not be looking this up. I'm not. I'm watching him. He's not. Would it be... Tommy said 88. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, again, I just re- I just shot in the dark, Dick. Brock could be doing something where it's just like it could have been a rest day for those players, too. That's true. He could be swerving us. I could be, or it could just be they weren't on the team that year. Fair enough. Five, four. Three. I don't know. Nineteen ninety. God damn, you were both way off. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be the dead giveaway. Was it the pitcher seventy seven? Uh, here's the dead giveaway. The pitcher for the Royals that day, Paul Splitorf. Oh my god! For what year was it? Nineteen eighty. Oh my god, I was off by eight years. So it was a year that we had George Brett and everything, just he wasn't playing. Correct. Uh, even though there were four players off the bench for the Royals this day, uh, Pete, Le- oh my god, I'm not going to say that last name, La-, La La Rooster, let's call it, Clint Hurdle, Terry- or Jerry Terrell, and Jamie Quirk all came off the bench for the Royals. Rick Gale got the save. Quirk? Yes. Quirked up? Jamie Quirk. Oh, and it was just uh, announced that uh, the Phillies have spoiled the Houston baseball team's no-hitter. Oh, no-hit bid over. Top of the ninth. All right. It is now time for the... no-hitter is over. It is now time for the BCFL update, gentlemen. Let's go! Ben picked up a very hard-fought victory over me. Uh, He won 162 to 141. Uh, Basically, I would have beaten anyone this week except Ben. (laughs) 
Tommy once again fell to Macy, which... Goddamn, bro. Man, that's gotta hurt. God. Yeah, yeah, it really hurts when George Kittle gives you two fucking points. Uh, the Sarbacks beat Mike's Dog Pound. B-Card Entertainment Papas are still perfect on the year. They're 4-0 after beating the Justin Fields hype train, which we will get to the big news from that. And the Mile High Salute falls to the now-renamed The Goffins. Yeah, I saw that. I enjoyed that a lot. So an updated look at the standings. Macy's Spooky Bitches and Ben's Tony Tony Choppers are tied for first in the B-Card staff, while me and Tommy are tied for the third place at 1-3. The fans division, B-Card Entertainment Papas, number one. Sarbacks, number two. A tie for third with Mike's Dog Pound and the Goffins. Mile High Salute, fifth. And Justin Fields Hype Train, 0-4, last place. But they got a player that might help them going forward. Ben? Did. What was the trade that happened? Trade that happened was... Since one of your friends was involved, I'm going to let you talk about it. Where, why is it? Is it in the feed? League feed. Here we go. So, we had my friend Sean uh, of the Mile High Salute uh, receiving Aaron Rodgers from William and the Justin Fields hype train in return for Justin Fields. So Justin Fields is now on the Justin Fields hype train. Even though I kept saying during the draft, I'm like, why isn't this dude just drafting Justin Fields? Though he already has Justin Fields instead of trading for him. So yeah, that that is the update there. Uh, this week I take on the spooky bitches. Justin Fields hype train the Sarbacks, Goffins versus Mike's Dog Pound, Tommy and Ben face off against each other, and Mile High Salute versus B Card Entertainment Papos. Ben, Tommy, you gonna put a special wager on this uh, this game this week? Uh, no, I will not, unfortunately. Ben, no, no, I don't know. Okay. I had to ask. Uh, awards that went out this week. The Goffins got Unreal Combinations. Jared Goff and Derrick Henry. Uh, Goffins also got uh, the highest scoring bench trophy for Tom Brady being on the bench. And the top offensive player trophy goes to the Goffins once again for Jared Goff. Speaking of said Goffins, uh, I would like to say this. I was proposed a trade offer by the said Goffins. Although, I declined it because it made no sense. Uh, they offered me Tom Brady and Najee Harris for Deontay Harris and Chris Olave. Why did you not take that? He's got to keep as many Saints player on his roster as he can. Because I just don't see that as a very viable trade. God damn, how many Saints players you got? You got three plus the... Why? Why don't you just get their kicker as well? No, because Justin Tucker is the god. So? Get the Saints kicker as well. Why don't you have the Saints tight end? Why don't you have all the Saints players on your team? 
I'm gonna leave that to my brother. Yeah, what's his looking like? I'm gonna go to his. Hang on. You've got four. He's got one. He's got a single Saints player who's not even starting for him. Yeah, because he was out. Go figure. Not surprising. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, that has been your BCFL update. It is now time for picks. Are you ready, gentlemen? Yes, sir. There are thousands of attendants. For the millions watching at home. I wish. Step. We have three from the NFL and one, two, three, four, five, six from the NCAA. We'll start with the NFL. As the Dallas Cowboys travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, the Rams are four and a half point favorites. See, you know what's funny is this game's on at 325, right? I think, yes. See, you know what's funny is, is like, you know, you would think, you know, with Fox, you know, that this is like the prime Troy Aikman, Joe Buck calling the game. But. Huh? But. But they're on Monday night. Yep. They're on ESPN. <sighs> I don't know, because Dak is still out. I'm going to take the Rams. I think they get a bounce back win. Over the man who hasn't lost a start yet? Okay. I think I think the Rams get a bounce back win. Ben? That's I'm struggling. Because Cooper Rush is undefeated as a starter in the NFL. But um Cooper Cup had one of the best games of his career in terms of uh, having the most receptions in a single game against the 49ers. Dude is, a hu- Dude is literally a human cheat code. It's not even fair. He had, he had 14 catches for 122 yards. Dude, that's not even... That's like so... That's like such a cheat code to have. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just tough. It's tough to think about it because... The Rams are coming off a loss, but Cooper Rush has never lost a game as a starter, and Cooper Rush might be him. So I need <laughs> he an might answer. Might be him. If, who knows? I need an answer. But I'm going Rams. Whoever wins this game, Cooper Rush will Cooper, take his first loss as a starter. Whichever Cooper wins this game, they will be known as the one true Cooper. Uh, and I think that's Cooper Rush. So I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh. Next game, another L.A. team. The Los Angeles tra- Chargers travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. The Chargers are three-point favorites. Ben, who do you have? I'm taking Herbie and the Chargers. Ooh. Time. <laughs> Or Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers. God, both of you are California love guys. What the hell? Just, I don't know what... I just, just... I don't know. I'm going to take the Brownies. 
I don't know what it is. I don't think the Chargers are as good as people think they are. Final NFL game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are three-point favorites. Against the Bengals? Yep. This is gonna be. This is probably the only very in, only intriguing and the only good game. One of the only good games on the slate this week. It's a very very poor. It's poor. It's not poor a great, week this week. Not a great slate this week. Not not a great slate. For entertainment purposes, will this be a very good week? Yes, absolutely. The NFL, come on. But. I don't know, man. Is, where's this game at? Is this a game in Baltimore? Yes. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens. All right. Tommy has the Ravens. For my buddy Nick, I will be taking the Bengals. Well, I mean that, and you have... Burrow and, and, Joe Burrow, so. and I need him to light up the uh, Ravens defense. Brock. Give me the Ravens. Mm, interesting. I don't know what it is. Took him a second to think of that one. Yeah. Don't know what it is. I guess it's playing. they're playing at home. Next, we move on to the NCAA, where we have Tennessee traveling down to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers. Tennessee is favored by only three points. Tommy? Oh. Since it's Baton Rouge, why don't you uh, talk about all the lovely things. That I've never been to death. I've literally never been to Baton Rouge. I was going to have you say all the lovely things about Louisiana. Very humid, and the food is good. There's a lot of stuff to do there. Riveting, thank you. Uh, Tennessee and LSU. Mr. Fruitland. Tennessee. Tommy, going with the Volunteers. Ben? I'm thinking about it. I am going with T University of Tennessee. Good to know that we all have the Volunteers. Congratulations, LSU, on your victory. Next game, the University of Utah travels to Pasadena, correct? That's where UCLA plays to take on the Bruins of UCLA. Utah's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll go with the Utes. Ben? 
I after watching uh, UCLA get UCLA's game last weekend, I'm going with UCLA. Their quarterback pulled some uh, trickery out of his pocket for sure. That being said, uh, Rising was the best quarterback in the NCAA right now, so I'm going with the Utes. Next game. I thought it was. I, I, th- I just thought it was funny though because UCLA's quarterback was running with the ball and jumped clear over a defender. Next game. Running. Florida State travels to Finley Stadium in North Carolina to take on NC State. NC State is three and a half point favorites. NC State. Wolfpack. Wolf. Wolf. We all have the Wolfpack. Congratulations, Florida State. Maxion up next. (laughs) As I picked the crappiest, or the best one I could. The best. The best. Don't dare disrespect the Maxion. Buffalo, who we had last week, travels to Bowling Green to take on the Hawks, or the Falcons, and the Bulls are two-point favorites on the road. Wait, who was it? Bulls. Buffalo Bulls at the Bowling Green Falcons. I'm taking the Bulls. Alright. We'll go Bowling Green. Any particular reason? Or is it the no. home team? No, I'm just taking Bowling Green just because. Okay. Uh, I'm going with the Bulls. They won the Maction game last week. so Bear with me on this one, because this, this isn't our main event. I have the main event pick saved for last. This is not the main event pick. I went to very obscure lengths to find this game. It features the 0-5 Southern Connecticut State Owls at the Bryant or at the 1-4 Bryant Bears. No line on this game. Straight up pick 'em. Go. I'll be take. I feel like a team will get their first win today. And that team will be. Who was it? Southern Connecticut State University. I feel like Southern Connecticut State will get their first win of the season against Bryant. Ben? I'm going Bryant minus seven. Oh, wow, you're putting a line on it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. goddamn. <laughs> All right, Tommy, you want to put a line on that one? No. no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say Bryant. No, you already have South Southern Connecticut State. I'm going to take Southern Connecticut State plus three and a half. <laughs> okay. That seems, that seems more reasonable than seven. Uh, I'm taking Bryant because, yeah. I'm taking them minus 14 because screw you. Ooh. <laughs> Why not? Why not indeed? And somehow, this is the main event for this week. (laughs) Tommy's over there giggling in the corner. 
I'm confused as hell as what's going on. I'm wondering if the whole world's, world's just taken ass and none of us knew it. The undefeated TCU Horn Frogs travel to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the 19th rank undefeated Lawrence, the crappy goddamn city, University of Kansas Jayhawks. Those damn dodo birds. TCU is a seven-point favorite. TCU is a seven-point favorite? Yes, as they should be. They've beaten Oklahoma. Kansas has beaten no one. Brock. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Brock, Jock. I hate you. I hate Jay-Hawk. you. Ben. God, I don't know what to do, man. Got this it. is like Ben's, your personal. Ben's this is like TCU. your guys' personal hell. I'm just over here being like, "Hey, how you guys doing?" Ben's got TCU minus seven. Got it. Whoa! Uh, I don't know. Kansas only scored like fourteen last I, week. That's. I feel like that's what I I should do. Yep, that's why but... you took it. Uh, I right, have TCU minus twenty one. Fuck Kansas. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> In fact, no, no. My lock of the week is uh, the Volunteers winning. I need y'all's locks of the week. <laughs> um. Oh man. Tennessee minus three is my lock of the week. Go vote. My lock of the week. Just to, you know what? Just to spite both of you. My lock of the week is Kansas plus seven. I'm so glad that your lock of the week has missed every week this week. I thought Ole Miss would nope. actually keep the streak alive. I was right about it. Mm. Ben's hit. Some Ben's didn't hit. Ben, what's your lock of the week? So it can't be Tennessee. It can't be TCU. See, what were our NFL games we were covering? You have the Rams minus four, the Chargers minus three, and the Bengals plus three. You can have UCLA plus four and a half, NC State minus three and a half, uh, Buffalo minus two, or your made-up line of Bryant minus seven. I will take uh, I think the you Chargers. Oh, minus no. You had to do Bryant, man. Come on. You came up with that. Oh, no, come everything. on, man. Bryant minus seven, dog. Yeah. That's lock. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed Bryant's winning by at least seven. If if they don't, then you guys can yell at me in the comments down below. Or on Twitter. <laughs> so to review. Or on Twitter. Tommy's lock of the week is the Dodo Birds. Kansas. Just say it. Just say Kansas. Just say the name of the state. You don't even have to say the team name. Just say Kansas. The Dodo Kansas. Birds. The Dodo Birds. Mine is the Tennessee See, Volunteers. Ben or mine is the Tennessee Volunteers minus three, and Ben's is Bryant minus seven. His line that he made himself. Uh, to review the other games, Tommy has the Rams minus four and a half, Chargers minus three, Baltimore minus three, Tennessee minus three, Utah minus four and a half, NC State minus three and a half, Bowling Green plus two, Southern Connecticut State University, which I didn't know was a school, plus three and a half. Obviously, I've already said the locks, so I don't need to say them. Ben has My Rams minus four and a half. I, we've already said it, Tommy. <laughs> ben has the Rams minus four and a half. Chargers minus three. 
Cincy plus three, Tennessee minus three, UCLA plus four and a half, NC State minus three and a half, Buffalo minus two and a half, and TCU minus seven. I have Dallas plus four and a half, Cleveland plus three, Baltimore minus three, Tennessee minus three, Utah versus or Utah minus four and a half, NC State minus three and a half, Buffalo minus two, Bryant minus fourteen, and TCU minus twenty one. Sound good to y'all? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Ben, uh, I, I'm surprised you didn't mention it in your three things. Uh, it was so lovely to hear 55,000 fans all chant the same thing at the same time at the game Saturday. Yeah. Kansas State doesn't have the balls to do what Missouri does, apparently. Well, then they don't get to do their... Uh, Cannonball celebration, whatever. Yeah. However, Missouri does not have such weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because Brock, we were um, we'll talk about it more on uh, earning our stripes. But um, Faroe was uh, four thousand people away from being max capacity. Does my heart good? Does my heart good? You know, it's always. It, I don't need to brag, but you know, Nebraska's always still out because you know. What the hell are you going to do there. in Nebraska, though? Exactly. Let's That's go watch some shitty football. What else are you going to do? Look corn. at corn. Corn. <laughs> the go to Omaha. Yeah, go to Omaha. Uh. Uh. Drive to Kansas City. Go watch a baseball game. Yeah. No, Storm Chaser season's over. I mean, they have the Storm Chasers in Omaha, but... Storm Chaser season's over. So. But, uh, yeah. If y'all don't have anything else to add on, I guess I'll go to the outro. Yeah. So. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Big Time Talkers. I've been Brock Gorton. The lovely man in the black and gold... Alvin Kamara jersey has been Mr. Tommy Haley. He has a podcast coming out this Friday for the first time in like a a month. Yes, it will be a preview of what happens, what I think is going to happen during Extreme Rules and some other stuff. We're going to go on the extreme. Oh, God. Tommy's going extreme. (laughs) X-rated Wayne. Extreme X-rated, X-rated, we are not I'm entertained. I'm sweating my ass off in this. Can I be honest with you? I'm sweating my ass off in this jersey right now. So, because no one can see, uh, Tommy made the dumb decision of wearing a hoodie underneath his jersey. Look, man. Look, man. Look. It just makes sense. Myself and Mr. Benjamin Duncan will have a episode of Earning Our Stripes coming out when this is being recorded tomorrow, where we will talk more about the glorious chant that happened at the uh, Mizzou-Georgia game and just the insanity of that game as a whole. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, is that, is the episode, is Ring Our Stripes just going to be just about that game? Uh, it'll be the same way the rest of them are. Probably. Talking about that. And then a preview for Mizzou versus Florida this week. Yep. Is that game at? Is that game in Col- Columbia or is that game in the swamp? Oh, swamp. So, will you guys have like a traveling? 
No, no uh, travel band. No, we, uh, the first band group went to Auburn, and then uh, the second group will be going to the Tennessee game in November. That The game that so, me and Brock will be at. Oh, okay. For a Tennessee takeover. It, it rolls off the tongue so perfectly, too, Tennessee takeover. Uh, Sounds like an NXT pay-per-view. <sighs> Tommy, where can you be found on Twitter? Uh, dude underscore Rex14, the D and the R are capitalized. Ben, where can you be found on Twitter? I can be found at Elite Tiger Spores 1, or just type in Elite Tiger Sports. It's the same profile as it always is. I can be found on Twitter at BrockGorton99. The B and the G are capitalized. You can find B Card Entertainment on Twitter at B underscore card ENT. The B, the C, and the E are all capitalized. Go Mariners! I hope you win your games. I hope you beat Houston. Please. Please. Well, they have the wild card games. So I know. They have to but first. I don't know. One step and a baby steps. Baby steps. I know. Baby steps. They, first time in 21 years. Let's let's take it slowly. Yes. Tommy, we expect an article from you. Indeed. Uh, I am currently working on mine right now. I am, I am typing it in predator language right now. That's the teaser of what the article is going to be about. It's not about the predator, but... Oh, it is. Wink, wink. Until earning our stripes over on Elite Tiger Sports, I've been Brock Orton. I've been Tommy Haley. And I've been Benjamin Duncan. And I just forgot, me and Tommy will be live on Twitch my, on Wednesday night? Yes? No? Maybe so? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Tonight, basically, when this goes out? Depend, depends on if I'm going to sleep all day or not. So we'll, we'll figure something out. Okay. So tentatively, I will That's be on now Twitch. I've That's been now streaming today. on Twitch the last two weeks. So hopefully we're doing it again. But until whenever we see you, whatever it is, Earning our stripes, BTT again, Wayne, CSP if you're a weirdo and just skip out a bunch of stuff. I've been Brock Gordon. I've been Tommy Haley. I've been Benjamin Duncan. Have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. Come eat big crime, flush not in water tower. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs>